This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From gutters to the landscape, from replacement windows to a full basement remodel and everything in between, it's time for the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, big time Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome into the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside my co-host this week, he's Darren Fisher. From Darren Fisher Consulting, author, all-around good guy. Darren, how are you? I'm doing excellent. How are you doing? Man, it's always good to see you. Oh, you too. Hey, before we get into the Nary stuff, you've got a uh, a big event. July 26th, you get a book signing at uh, Boswell Books, um, Downer Street on the east side. Tell us a little bit about your book real quick. So the book is about uh, developing an attitude that embraces success and failure. There are a lot of people who really have confidence issues or keep making the same mistakes over and again. And the, and the book is about how do you develop confidence to repeat things that work and then make some changes if something doesn't work. Here you go. July 26th at uh, Boswell Books. It's on Down Street right by that uh, Starbucks, I think, that correct? right there. That's awesome. Hey, Milwaukee Nary, we've got a couple of things coming up. Uh, we've got the golf outing, which looking forward to that being over with. Uh, you know, i got to tell you, year three they have me out as their uh, their pseudo-celebrity on a par three that I hit the same shot over and over and over again. And I f- finally figured out why they got me out every year, because everybody bets against me, because they see how what a rotten golfer I am. The cool part about that event, raising money for the Milwaukee Nary Foundation, I'm a big fan of that foundation. Oh, big time. I mean, the, the foundation is all about getting more people involved in in uh, – in the trades industries, and so we're all about supporting students, supporting even people who work in adults. If you are not happy with what you're doing, there are so many uh, opportunities in the construction fields, and so the, the foundation is all about giving back and getting more people involved. Yeah, displaced workers. Uh, go to MilwaukeeNary.org, um, go to the foundation, and there are scholarships available. Uh, take advantage of that. You know, the, the, the foundation does such a great job of giving money back to the community and helping people. Uh, and, again, I'm a big fan. The Nary Golf Outing is this Wednesday and then come fall. Uh, and it's coming up quick at State Fair Park, uh, the fall show, which is always a, a fun event. We do our show live. I do my high school stuff live from out there, and it's always good to uh, to see a lot of people. I like the fact that we're back at State Fair. We tried Potawatomi, and it's a great venue it was tough because we've been at State Fair for so long, and and going back to State Fair, I think, is the right move. Uh, without question, it's just b- people's familiarity with you see State Fair, you know, there's a home show, uh, it's routine, and you got to try some things. I mean, we we thought Potawatomi yep. could be a great opportunity. It wasn't. Again, if it works, don't change it. Right. If it's not working, do something different. So we we decided we're going to do right. something different. And you know what? I think the people down at Pot, I think it could have been a really good event. And I think people, if people understood exactly where to go and how to get there, and um, I, I, I think Potawatomi does a great job. And, and maybe we'll be back one day. Who knows? Oh, yeah, we still do events at Potawatomi, so it's not the venue is phenomenal. Right. It's just certain events 
you you keep them where they are because that's where people know them to be. Right. I, I agree. I'm excited about today's show. And this is the first time that I've had a chance to, to, to meet uh, David Thompson, who's the CEO of Swimming Pool Services. And got here early, did a lot of research on him, and really impressed with 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 his company, his mission statement, and and just what he's willing to talk about. Um, not only just about pools, but all the other things that go around with it. You know, when I came in, I thought, okay, pool services. Let's take a look. Maybe he does a couple out, you know, above ground pools and and puts a tree in somewhere. Man, I was so off. David, it's nice to meet you today. Nice to meet you, Mike. Yeah, I appreciate you coming in. Hey, can we talk a little bit about, about your background before we get into uh, your company, where you grew up and, and family and stuff like that? Absolutely. Um, I grew up in the Pewaukee area and, and basically lived in Pewaukee or Waukesha area pretty much my whole life. Um, you know, my, my family uh, um, was involved with swimming pool services. My father started it. And, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I have three kids. I have a 15-year-old son. A 13-year-old daughter and a nine-year-old daughter, and so I'm I'm I'm, I'm uh, very busy, very blessed to have that period of my life right now to to Man, chase, chase them around, and try to keep up with them. Mm-hmm. Well, I envy you. We've got uh, I've got two and then three grandsons, and they spent the night with us last night. Mm-hmm. Keegan, Logan, and and, and Beckett, and uh, man, I, I I know exactly how old I am all the time after <laughs> after that. These uh, these boys are really good kids, and 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 I miss um, chasing around. When you know my son played a lot of sports, my daughter um, she played some sports, but she was uh, uh, she played the flute and she got involved with some things with that. And and I miss and envy where you guys are at with your kids. Well, you know, Mike, uh, enjoy the time you've got. You know, we we were very blessed. My uh, my in laws uh, spent a lot of time with uh, with my kids and spoiled them and did the sleepover That's what thing. I did. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're creating memories, so keep doing that. Too. Well, Enjoy they live kitty corner. You seen the show? Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the awesome. old guy watching sports, hand in my pants. That's that's me. What is uh, what is your wife's name? My wife's name's Tracy. Tra- is Tracy listening today? You think? Uh, I hope so. Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully she is. Tracy uh, got a nice husband. He's a really good guy. And your kids' names? Uh, Samuel, Caroline, and Natalie. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on that. And we talked before the show. That's the most important thing you do, you oh, know, it, no doubt. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely my major focus. My family. Hey, when 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 you um, you grew up, this this was your father's uh, business, and you left this business for a while, and and came back. Was that something that that was preplanned in your mind? Um, not necessarily. I mean, I I was trying to get away from it. My dad. Uh, my dad did a great job building the business, but it, it basically caused him to not necessarily be around a ton when I was a kid. And, and so my my uh, my idea, I got an engineering degree, was to to kind of get get go go to a job where I could focus more on my family and less on on you know putting in a hundred hours hours a week to sure to, to with the business to build the business. And so uh, my dad uh, lost his general manager in uh, 1994 and basically came to me and just just to give me the opportunity if I wanted it, but wasn't necessarily thinking it was something I'd want to do. Um, I talked it over with my wife, and and we weren't yet married, but we were planning on staying in the area, and decided maybe this was a better opportunity than the other opportunities I had, and so so uh, decided to to come back to swimming pool services full time at that point. Um, and you know that was 22 years ago. Wow, and it goes quick, I bet. Oh, real quick. <laughs> okay, you know I ask a lot of guys that sit in your chair when you when you took over a lot of sleepless nights. For for you? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's uh, and it and it's an, it's been an evolution. Learning learning basically how to to 
be a business owner. I mean, making the transition from somebody that, that um, did the job in different facets of the company over time to uh, basically being somebody that's, that's an owner, it's a totally different thing. And, and, and it's, uh, my dad figured it out kind of by the seat of his pants. Um, but, but uh, you know, he, he didn't necessarily, um, it, it kind of, it was kind of a pull the bandaid off thing when we bought him out and, sure. and, and, and he transitioned into retirement. So it was. A- what, what was the, um, what was it like uh, the first couple of weeks? Because I can imagine some of these guys that have worked there said, oh, good, here, you got to be kidding here. His, his son is coming and, and he's taken over. It had to be a, tr- a tough transition for them as well. I don't know about weeks. I think it'd be more about years. Years, okay. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. I was trying to be kind, but you know, no, it's it's uh, you know, I, w- I was blessed to have uh, my older brother was involved in the business, um, but him, he was also kind of the technician mentality. He'd he'd been, done it for years, um, didn't necessarily have the the want or or didn't have the desire to be a business owner. But it just seemed like the natural thing to do. Mm-hmm, sure. And, and then all of a sudden, it's like, why do we do this? And so, um, and so that was a it was a bit of a challenge, and it, and it and it honestly probably took us about ten years to get it right. Hey, Darren, this has you written all over it. Totally. I mean, this is this is right, and I don't know if we we planned this on purpose, <laughs> but I couldn't have had a better co-host for a show like this. Yeah, because I mean, what you're talking about setting businesses up transitioning them, figuring out how do I do the business as opposed to working on the business. And that is a hard transition for a lot of people because you've done it well. I know how to put pools in, but how do I invoice? How do I make sure that I hire the right staff? Manage Um, them. How do I manage them? How do I market to get new customers? That's a totally different world. And then how do I take vacations so I can stay fresh to continue doing that? It really is a tough balance. Yeah, and then getting married and having kids and and man, David, I I have a lot of respect for 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 you for doing that and taking over. Um, MSOE, you graduated from with an engineering degree. Yes, sir. T- a tough place to get through, man. Yeah, no, so, it was it was a challenge. And, and, and you and was, you went to P- Pewaukee High School. Yes, sir. I'm shocked that somebody from P- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I like the Pirates. I'm all about the Pirates. I'm all right with that. Hey, when when. Uh, when that transition happened and, and you guys took over, I would assume that you wanted to make sure that you put your stamp on it and do things the way that you thought was right. And you talked about that 10 years of of, of, of getting it to where you want it. Is, is the company now to where you want it? Yeah, I mean, we've, uh, I would say over probably eight years ago, I finally figured out what I wanted it to look like or what we wanted it to look like. And, and uh, the uh, my brother actually... I actually, I bought my brother out um, about two months ago. Okay. Um, he, he decided that he kind of wanted to do something different. And, and uh, you know, he had had, he, he's older than I am and, and, and had 30 plus years in. And so um, he decided to, to go do something else. But, it, you know, we kind of, my dad's, my dad's business model was a smaller company that everybody kind of did everything. And that meant a hundred hours a week dur- yeah. during the summer. And, you better like ice fishing or going somewhere to play golf in the winter. That didn't really work with the family life that I wanted. So we started building dedicated teams for the aftermarket stuff, dedicated teams for service, dedicated teams for renovations of pools. Um, so we, we, you know, we have a, a service team. We have a outdoor rooms team, which, which basically helps us with a lot of the masonry work and that kind of stuff that, that we use to finish off our projects and, and, and make them beautiful. Um, we have uh, the construction team. And then a couple of years ago, we got into holiday decorating, decorating houses in, in the wintertime. It's more so because we've got a bunch of great people. And, and you, you guys are talking about the opportunities with the Neri Foundation of getting people into the trades. Mm-hmm. 
that's a very difficult thing for any business owner where you've got to ask somebody to work with their hands today. And so we want to make sure that the people that are on our team that are great aren't laid off for four months because they're going to find something else to do. Oh, that's awesome. See, what you're doing is listening to an engineer. MSOE actually prepared him to be a great business owner because he's segmenting things, trying to solve. The problem is this. He wants to have a business, but he wants to be a great dad in the process and a great husband. So you had to solve that problem. So you segment, create pods where we're not working 100 hours. We can keep this to a reasonable amount of time. You still work hard. I mean, you're putting in the 50 hours on average. You still do that. However, you still can have a balanced life where you can be a dad and actually know who you are. You know, the, the what he what David said, and you guys now understand, at least you do, why I wanted to take the whole first segment and talk about this. Because as I got in this morning and started reading about David and this company, I knew it would be a really interesting first segment. Um, I love the fact that he talks about, look, I needed to, to make sure that I had something in the wintertime because I didn't want these guys to be, um, you know, going and, and being unemployed for four months, lay them off for four months. Yeah. Because not only are these guys laid off for four months, but then they might start looking. That's I don't want these it, guys yeah. to start looking. I want to keep them busy 12 months, happy with what we do and how we do it. Guys, we got to get to a break. You know, um, I told David this. I love this. this. This is their cell line. We make it easy to have a private paradise in your yard. And I like that. And that's and, and you look at his stuff, and that's kind of what I keep seeing. And we're going to talk about that part of it. When you think about pool services, look, I, I, I would highly recommend go to swimmingpoolservices.com, and you'll do what I did. You know, your jaw will hit the table, and you'll go, oh, oh, wait a second. This is way more than cleaning pools or way more than putting in a little pool in a backyard. I mean, they truly are building private paradises in your yard. And we're going to talk to David Thompson, the CEO of Swimming Pool Services, more about some of the stuff they do on the other side of the break. This is the Milwaukee Area Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big time Mike McGivern. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Email your question to live at 1057FMTheFan.com. Oh, welcome back to the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co host this week, Darren Fisher from Darren Fisher Consulting. You can go to Darren Fisher Consulting, I'm sorry, dfisherconsulting.com. Our special in-studio guest, he's the CEO of Swimming Pool Services. He's David Thompson. You can check out their their information, and I again, I would highly recommend it, swimmingpoolservices.com. They are located out in Waukesha, southeast Wisconsin, is, is your pretty territory much, yeah. pretty much. Yep. Where, where is the majority of your business, do you think? Um, we're very strong in Waukesha County, but... But you know, we just did a. We're in the middle of a project in Kenosha right now. Um, we've done some stuff on the north side. Um, so we're all over, all over the place. Yeah. Hey, what um, if you can? What's your day to day like for you nowadays? So, so being the CEO of this company, bought your your brother out a couple months ago. Um, you're the guy. You're the guy with the big office. I would imagine. What's a day to day like for you? Well, the part of the business that I'm most passionate about that I enjoy the most comes back to kind of my engineering. It's problem solving. Mm. And so it's, I spend a lot of time meeting with clients, talking about what they'd like to do and then helping them realize those dreams. And so, so you still get out and talk to, I mean, oh yeah, it, it, it's, it's, uh, I still am, am actively involved in probably 75% of our construction work. Um, more so on the, the initial design and, and of things. And so, 
Um, you know, we, we're very much a design build contractor. As you've looked at our website. Oh, it's it, no doubt. We're not the guys that everything looks the same. We're the guys that everything looks different mm-hmm. because we're going to tailor our solution to your yard and, and your lifestyle and, and, and you know, how, how you want to use the space. And so it, I love that part of my job, basically going out and, and every backyard is a new palette and, you know, we, we get to create a masterpiece. 262-544-5500 is it, you can get a hold of him. And if you call, you can get, you can talk to David, David Thompson, the CEO of, of Swimming Pool Services, 262-544-5500. When do people start planning, if they want to put in a new pool, do they start planning that in the wintertime? Do, do you get calls now saying, hey, look, we're, you know, it's, we've thought about this and, and we know we probably can't get it in you know, in time for this year, but we want to make sure we have it for spring. This time of season is a, is a, is, is big with that, that, that phone call has happened. In fact, I've got, I've got two meetings later today that are people that want to enjoy their backyard next summer. And so we're, we're, we're starting that. Um, but as far as times that people think about it, it, it's a, it's a a decision that most people make over the course of probably three to five years. Mm. Um, and, and so it's, 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 everything has to align the, the, Budget, you know, they have to have the budget, and that has to align with the the desire. Um, you know, I met a client yesterday that has very small children, and you know, I told her, I said, I'm not sure that it's right yet because of the ages of their children, the way they want to do the project and the way the property's set up. It, it's it's because from a safety standpoint, maybe they should wait a couple years. You know, and 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 it it's and so all those things have to align. But but as far as time of the year. There really isn't a, a a time that it's more or less. I mean, I, I meet with clients all year long. And when when do you um, you obviously can't can't do this in the winter time? You can't build a pool. You can't do that. Um, we correct. We, we try uh, we try not to start projects in December and January unless they're going to be enclosed eventually. Um, you know, we we actually started a project uh, right around Christmas time last year, but that one ended up being an indoor pool that was you know was closed out this summer. Um, but pretty much every other month of the year, I mean, kind of the same thing with our construction team. We need to keep these guys moving because they're they're very good at what they do, and uh, and I want them around. I, they, they've they've uh, they're they're the best at what they do, and and so we need to keep them moving, or they're going right. to find something else to do. What is um is there a typical timeline on something? I you know none of your pools look typical to me. So when 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 you go again on his website, um, you'll see what I'm talking about. Swimmingpoolservices.com. But is there a typical timeline to, to get uh, a project completed? That's a, a great question, a difficult to answer question because you almost have to look at the scope of the project, what all needs to be done. You know, I, I would say a, a simpler project where we have a flat backyard and we're just basically talking about building a swimming pool, paving, fencing, putting the, you know, the finishing touches on it. It also varies in time of the year. Um, that type of project this time of the year, we, we could complete in, in somewhere in the four-week range. Wow. Um, but if we put that same project in May... Mother Nature uh, yeah, en- enters into the equation, and, <laughs> and, and we don't win then. Because <laughs> the the the, uh, the the ground is still frozen, right? Well, not so much that, but it's, it's, it tends to be we get more rain. The, the sun's not high enough to dry it up fast. You know, if we get rain right now, it really doesn't doesn't impact stuff a whole lot, right? Um, you know, we, it rained yesterday morning. And all our crews were still 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 rocking yesterday afternoon. Um, if that happened in May, it, it'll shut the job down for a day or two. Hey, is there is there a custom? Is there is there a typical? And again, when I go to your website, there isn't anything typical about it. But is there a a, a custom 
pool that 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 you guys have that that you do the majority with and say okay this is kind of our basic pool and then we get into other pools no it, it's it's very uh um it it's very again site specific and maybe it may be architecture de- details on the home or or maybe they have an existing patio or things if we're, if we're new construction obviously we have a clean slate but and so and then it's also um, enters what enters into it also is is how they want to use it. The, you know, do we have lap swimmers? You know, is it important to have a diving pool? Um, is our, our water sports important? You know, doing volleyball and basketball that's that's something that the kids love. And so, mm-hmm. so I, I go through a client questionnaire and ask a bunch of I tell people I'm going to ask you a bunch of silly questions here. Look at some pictures while I'm asking you silly questions, <laughs> and then we can start to make recommendations. Some people come to me. I met a client yesterday afternoon that had a very specific. Hey, I want this, but that's not really the norm. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of people are coming to us looking for, um, Hey, you, you help us find the best solution for, for our family and our space. When, when somebody buys a home in like Arizona, a pool is Florida mandatory almost Mm -hmm. here. It's not, it's, it's not, but it's, it's, it's a, certainly a want more than a need. I think maybe in Florida or Arizona, it would be a need as well. Um, how, when when somebody decides, look, I want to have a pool, and we don't have a huge space outside, you're able to you're able to accomplish what they need, even in smaller spaces. Yeah, actually, we're we're working on a project right now that's on a very tight site in Franklin, and they had some specific needs. Um, this uh, you won't find another pool in this area that's like this pool. I mean, it's 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 a little bit of a unique shape, and 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 it's but it it was what we needed to do to achieve. The depth that they wanted, the um, the client he had owned a pool before, and so he had some specific needs based on what he had owned before and and wanted that way. Lap swimming was important, and so we had to kind of look at the space and 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 figure out a way to to come up with a solution that worked for him. How deep does he did he want it? Uh, he he wanted as deep as possible, and and, and we kind of settled on seven feet. Um, it's not a diving pool, but but he did want definitely a deeper space, and so we were we were able to achieve that, even though it's not a very big pool. Is that kind of the norm? Is that seven feet, um, uh, an average? Um, there really really isn't an average. I mean, uh, if we're building a diving pool, then we have specific codes we have to meet, and then in some cases we have insurance companies that enter into it too, and and, and so there's 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 some, kind of some rules, and so that's actually one of the questions in that questionnaire because that that kind of segments. Uh, Okay, if we're thinking of a diving pool, it gives it establishes a kind of a base size, a minimum size, and and what we need to do from a depth standpoint, um, and we go from there. But I build projects, you know, the one in Kenosha, we're finishing up this five feet of water. It it really depends on how they want to use the space. Hey, a couple of questions um, that that I was given, and and I don't know if these are good questions or not, but people in this area uh, in Intercom, when, when I have a new client coming in, I'll walk around and say, I've got a guy coming in. And so there, there are some some questions that that I have. Um, what is a beach entry swimming pool? It's basically kind of like a lake where you can walk right up to the water mm-hmm. without ever in, encountering a step. And so basically, there, you know, you're walking right into the water. It's almost like a ramp, and the and the water just starts at some point. You know, so so there's no um, side to to jump off. It's there's there's no side to contain it in the industry. We call it coping. There's really no coping in that area. Um, the other thing with a beach entry is is typically from a, a cleaning and, and circulation standpoint, we're going to end up with a gutter system in that area to to basically keep that area clean. And we basically overflow the pool into that area and it goes into the gutter. But, Did you find that people that grew up with pools as they get older want, want to get back to having a pool? 
Absolutely. I mean, I would say I would say probably 75% of the clients that uh, reach out to us and, and want to pursue putting a pool in either grew up with one or, um, you know, I'm meeting some people later this afternoon that that, uh, that her parents, I built two swimming pools for her parents, but they, they have now since transitioned out of those homes. And so now the grandkids are missing the, the pool oh, the grandparents used to have. So. Yeah, I bet you have a pool, huh? Yes, sir. And when you have, I bet if you have a gathering of, of friends coming over, you make sure that pool looks immaculate. I, uh, well, my kids, uh, I'm, I'm kind of old school um, with, with my kids, and so my kids are actually in charge of keeping the pool clean. That's awesome. And, That's awesome. And so we're we're having a gathering tomorrow. Girls, make sure the pool's clean. <laughs> I'm, what about the boy? Um, he, he's... He's actually started working for us this, this summer, oh, so he's, he's, he, he's graduated off. He's got other stuff he's got to do in the yard, but he, he, grad, he worked through pool cleaning, and now he's on to other things. Darren, you understand why I like this guy? I yeah. love that guy. Yeah, I do, too. He is David Thompson. He's the CEO of Swimming Pool Services. Again, I can't recommend it enough, swimmingpoolservices.com. Even if you don't have a pool or want a pool, go to the website and and uh, take a look at what, I, what I'm talking because it, it – it is di- way different than you're going to think, and, and there's some pictures on there that are just outstanding. We'll continue our conversation with David on the other side of the break. This is the Milwaukee Area Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with big-time Mike McGivern. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Dial us up with your question at 414-799-1250. Uh, welcome back to the Milwaukee Neary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I feel like going swimming today, and I can't figure out why. Our special in-studio guest, the CEO of Swimming Pool Services, he is David Thompson. This week's co-host, he's Milwaukee Neary board member Darren Fisher from Darren Fisher Consulting. Remember, July 26th, he's got a book signing. Come out and meet this young man. He's a really sharp uh, young guy. He is going to be at uh, Boswell Books on the east side, July 26th. What time? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Head out and uh, say hello to Darren Fisher and pick up his book. It's a good book. Uh, Confidence Quadrant is the name of the book. Hey, we have a question uh, that we got emailed that uh, I want to go over with you, David. Uh, The uh, listener says, we have an in-ground pool and notice a black spot on the deep end about five to six inches from the drain. We thought rust was coming through. We called the pool service. It wasn't you. Um, which came out and said it was black algae. The company put a container of powdered chlorine and rubbed with a soft metal brush and said it would kill the algae. It's been about a week and a half, and the algae is still there. We've brushed it every day, and it doesn't seem to be getting any smaller. Any ideas? Well, the first thing would be we'd need to know what the surface of the pool is. I mean, it, it, it could be basically they said a metal brush, and so it, it basically uh, I, I would assume then that we're talking about a concrete pool or plaster surface or a painted surface. Um, if that's the case, it, it may actually be something that is into the plaster or, you know, into the surface and may, may need to be addressed a little bit more aggressively. Um, it may, may actually get to the point, you know, if, if that's the type of surface that you, you actually have to drain the pool and, and, and get after it. Um, I would start with maybe a, a mild bleach solution and, and then get more aggressive with it as, as you know, you need to based on what you see. Well, the first mistake they made was not calling you guys. So let's let's uh, <laughs> let's get that taken care of. It's two six two five four four fifty five hundred. Two six two five four four fifty five hundred. You know, if you call and and ask for David, tell him that, that uh, you're the guy that sent the uh, 
uh, the question into this show, I'm sure that he'll be able to help you out and kind of walk you through some of the, the steps that you need to do to take care of that. You know, that that kind of leads right into what I want to talk about this segment. The aftermarket um, in your business is really important. Once You don't just walk away after you build the pool. You make sure that the people are going to enjoy their pool 100%, and, and you take care of a lot of the the, the, uh, the worries that people have when they have a pool. Yeah, Mike, um, my dad's mission was to make it easy for people to own swimming pools and hot tubs. And he looked at it, I mean, it may, it may not have been a noble mission, but it may have been uh, so, some self-service from it in that he looked at it, if he did that, he would be able to build the business off of referrals. If it was easy and you didn't see, if you weren't in your backyard and your neighbor wasn't looking over the fence and seeing you and you're going, oh, I got to take care of the pool, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it, that would not help us. And so we needed to make it easy for, for people to own a pool. And so we've kind of taken that a little bit of a step fo- uh, further as time's gone on with the company in that we, we offer, we have a team that basically is dedicated to help homeowners that are trying to care for the pool themselves. So we actually have a lab in our, in our showroom that you can bring a, a quart of water in or a, actually, I think today you only have to bring a pint in the old days when I was in there, you had to bring a quart, but, um, and we'll give you a recipe for balancing the water and solving problems like the one we just talked about. It's a, it's a printout written instructions. Um, the, uh, we have a, a great new program called our time saver package, which basically, um, is, is a, um, enhancement of an old program, but what it, what it is is for a client that wants to care for the chemistry of the pool themselves and take care of the pool themselves but doesn't have a lot of time on their hands, we'll come in once a month, we'll email them a, a water analysis, just like we get in our showroom, we bring a mobile lab out, and then we'll set them up with all the product they need on site so that they can care for the pool and take care of it. And, and it's basically in doing that, we're following that guideline of making it easy for people to have a pool or a hot tub in, at, at their house. You know, it, it used to be um, when I would talk to people that had pools and boats, they would say, look, I, it, this is this pipe dream, and I always wanted to have a boat, and having a boat is, is more trouble than it's worth. And people sometimes say that with pools. They say, man, you know, it's just so hard to clean it. It's so hard to keep it up. We don't use it enough for for the amount of time that I have to 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 uh, to put maintenance and and make sure it's 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 up and running fine, those days are kind of over if they work with you. Well, if and I wouldn't say just with me. There's there's been um, advancements in the industry um, that have we've been able to automate a lot of things. When we build a pool or rebuild a pool for a client, we ask them for an hour a week to care for the pool between the physical cleaning, testing the water, chemical ads, and things like that, and checking the, and the equipment. We have a lot of systems we can use to automate that and shorten that time up and buy some of that time back mm-hmm. um, if they choose to do that. Um, cleaning the pool, um, you don't have to spend a ton of money, and you, and you can get a cleaner that'll, that'll automate that. Um, and, and, and on down the line with other systems, in addition to that, we've got some clients that basically don't, don't want to care for the pool at all. We also have a service that we pretty much, those people, their idea of what they want to do for maintenance on the pool is buffing the interior, and, and you know, God, that's great. That's right. great. You know, You'll take it, care of the rust. Yep, absolutely. So when they want to go swimming, they don't have they they can take off the tarp or the cover or whatever and jump in the pool and go. Yep. Um, you know, you guys are so much more than just uh, putting a pool in. The design side of it and the complete the the landscape and and the finishing and the construction has that always been part of the business. Um, my dad did always offer or, or, or kind of evolved into offering a turnkey solution, you know, turnkey, um, 
basically project where where you would you would work with one person. I had a I had a client that I enjoy a lot that he explained it the best way a few years ago. He said, I, I want one throat to choke. <laughs> and, 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 and I'll never forget that. Was piece. that yours? Did you oh, work? I was the throat. Yeah. There you go. And and, and uh, great guy, um, businessman, and doesn't have a lot of t- doesn't have a lot of time on his hands. And so he basically basically said, I, I want to work with one person that if I've got an issue, I call him, I take care of it. And and we built that project I think three years ago. Uh, he called me this year and said, Hey, I've got this situation. I need help with this. My guys were back there and and, and took care of it. Actually, I think yesterday. Um, the uh, and so my dad's thing. Um, he started bringing in a landscape architect, you know, before I got involved. And, and then we partnered, I partnered and, and he was my mentor from a design standpoint for a number of years with a landscape architect. Um, I definitely evolved the business more into more comprehensive or, or custom designs. That was something that I was interested in. That was kind of part of the mark that I put on the business was, was really getting a little bit more sophisticated with that. Um, sometimes that a chagrin, chagrin of our team when, when, uh, Sure, we can do that, and then I kick it back. Hey guys, how are we going to do this? You know, uh, but but no. I, I, all kidding aside, I mean, I've got a great team, and they're and they're uh, they're up for the challenge, and 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 they you know they always rise to the challenge and do a great job. How big is is we only got a couple uh, minutes in in the segment? How big is the lighting part of what you do? Well, lighting is important with a pool. I mean, the the the, the it's very inviting, and and. and you know, we just recently shot some photographs of a project that looks beautiful in the daytime, but you'd look at the night photos and it just, and, and, you know, it, it just, it just makes everything pop. It's just, yeah. it's just awesome. Hey, I, I ask a lot of people that come in here, these, um, these love it or listed type shows, these reality shows, I, I know what the answer is going to be when I ask the people that do kitchens and baths and, and inside the house, they do a lot with pools in those as well. And there's some reality shows, too, the best pools, and yep. I'm sure you've seen them. Is that good for your business or bad for your business? I think it's good for our business uh, in a lot of ways. For anything that, that gets people thinking about stuff and, 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 and lets them see other options that are available, I think is good for business. But the only challenge with it, and, and my wife and I may, may do some remodeling at our home uh, very soon, one thing that, that those shows kind of create is – uh, unrealistic expectation about schedules, mm. you know, <laughs> and, and budgets. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, budgets. and I think those shows, everybody now wants the open concept in the kitchen yeah. because of those shows. I believe that all of a sudden that thing is everybody who wants to redo the kitchen. Well, I need to have the open concept for these epic parties that I'm having. Right. Well, my wife and I watch this love and enlisted or they, or where they're moving to a different country to buy a house and they want to buy, find a house where they have an open concept in the kitchen so that they during their parties, well, they don't know anybody. You're not having any parties. You don't even you don't speak the language. You're not. So we laugh at that literally every time. Um, last question in, in this break. Looking at again your website, the living space on the outside. You, you guys do a great job with incorporating if there's space to have a place to, to a grill, to a place to sit, to actually have the pool almost be secondary to the living space. And and I and I find it just incredible some of the designs you have. Yeah, we're very blessed. We've got a lot of clients that that um, they basically want to create an outdoor entertaining area that that the pool might be a part of, but it's it's certainly as as you mentioned, some, in some cases it's not the primary focus. And and you know so so we're 
Um, we have a lot of fun with that. It's it, it's kind of kind of great. Could you take me to some of the pieces, some of those pictures on your website? Can you just take me to their houses and introduce me so I can become friends with them, <laughs> right. and so that I can use their pool? I know you're not. I'm just kidding <laughs> on that, guys. Let's get to a break. Uh, on the other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation with uh, David Thompson, the CEO of Swimming Pool Services. His website, and again, I recommend uh, you go take a look at it, swimmingpoolservices.com. They're located on Jericho Court in Waukesha. Phone number is 262-544-5500, 544-5500. Get a hold of David if you have any questions regarding pools. He'd be uh, a great contact for you. This is the Milwaukee Area Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You're listening to the Nary Home Improvement Show with Big Time Mike McGivern. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Email your question to live at 105.7 FM, thefan.com. Welcome back to the Milwaukee Nary Home Improvement Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside my co-host, Darren Fisher from Darren Fisher Consulting. Our special in-studio guest, we could go another full two or three hours with him. He's a good one. David Thompson, the CEO of Swimming Pool Services. We make it easy to have a private paradise in your yard. I love that. It, uh, I think that really says everything that, that you guys are about. There's, right? I mean, there's, yep. that's it. It's, uh, you know, that, that's what makes, makes uh, my job so fun. I mean, it's, I get to live vicariously through my clients. Oh, that's good. That's, that, <laughs> uh, and, and you have your own pool, so that's pretty cool, too. And now that we're friends, I'm sure I'll be over about 9:30 if that's okay. I'll um, let my wife know. Yeah, let let her <laughs> let tell the girls to clean the get pool before I you. get there. Hey, if somebody had a pool put in by somebody other than you, and they're struggling or they're not happy with with some of the the, the pool itself or some of the aftermarket stuff, they can still call you. You work with those guys. Oh, absolutely. You know, we've got a lot of clients that that uh, we help out that we didn't build their pool ultimately. Absolutely. Hey, if you go to a party. Um, and the the people have a pool. Can you just can you just look at the pool and not like in your mind start saying, "Boy, I would have done this," or "I wish they they'd allow me to do this," or "I would have maybe moved this here." Um, I try not to do that. Um, it's it's uh, because I don't know the situation, how they arrived at where they're they're at. You know, I mean, maybe, maybe they bought the house, maybe it was there. You know, I mean, it wasn't their vision and things like that. So so I I just sit back and try to try and enjoy stuff. You know, Darren, when when we have in and and uh, you've been my co-host a bit now, and when we have. Uh, People that 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 redo kitchens or baths or they, they have a hard time oh, yeah, when when they go when they go they look at the molding they look at why, why would they do that and why don't you know why didn't they try this so it's interesting that that you can just kind of enjoy it and 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 not critique it um, you know I'll I'll leave that to them if they if they ask my input certainly and and, and sure I'll notice things but again I think I think uh, I, I spent enough of my time working on that stuff i want to make sure that i'm enjoying the time when i'm not necessarily doing that hey a couple of rapid questions because we're coming up on 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 ending the show um glass tile in in swimming pools as i was doing research it seemed like the certain areas in the country that's really hot right now is that a big deal here it isn't as big a deal here for a couple of reasons one one is uh that that most of the pools that are built here end up being vinyl liner pools um, so you, you would do that with a concrete pool. Um, you can do it with some other elements. Um, but the other, the other thing about the glass tile is that it just, it's it, tile doesn't handle our climate as well. Mm-hmm. Just, the uh, 
the wonderful things that mean we have all the orange barrels all over town just this time <laughs> of year is the, the frost that tears up our roads through the winter is, you know, it takes its toll on concrete pools, and, and that's primarily in a concrete pool. Hey, another thing that, that again, doing research, there's a lot of questions I saw about um, saltwater pools. Sure. Why, why would people, would, would people are looking to, to make their pool saltwater? Why, why is that? Well, basically, when we have a saltwater pool, we're basically setting the pool up so it makes its own chlorine. So, so there is a misconception because there's a lot of people think that saltwater pools are, are a non-chlorine pool when in reality – we put the saline or the salt in the pool, and then we use an electrolysis process to produce chlorine. So basically, we're setting the pool up to make its own chlorine. Um, why would they do it? The, the water is, is softer on bathers, hair, skin, and eyes. There are uh, drawbacks to it. Depending on what they have for equipment and, and deck equipment and things like that, we can have some corrosion issues with it. So we have to be careful with that. Um, we've had to change some of the products that we use alongside the pool, particularly um, because because it, it wouldn't hold up the salt. Um, you know, Did you do many saltwater pools here? Um, we, we've got quite a few clients that do it. I mean, I've I, I got a couple clients this year, I think three three clients that we built for it have gone that drought direction. And we try to have a conversation with the client and outline all the different options that they have for treating the water and let them, you know, kind of educate them and let them make an educated decision. Hey, speaking of that, and, and I should have asked you this earlier in the show, and I apologize for not giving you a lot of time to answer it, but the process that, that you guys go to, if somebody calls and says, look, I want to talk to somebody about putting a pool in my backyard, what's that process? Well, we start by by asking them for some general information. So we have them, um, we send them a, a form called our Dreams Checklist, ask them to fill that I out. saw that, yeah. And then basically try to get some also some basic information about their property so we can learn the rules that, that apply to that property to make sure that when we meet them, our time is most productive. You know, the project we're doing in Franklin right now, they have 40 feet of easements in their property. That's not readily apparent standing in the backyard. And so that meant that we couldn't build into that area. And so without that information, we would have gone there, came up with this great plan, and then I would have went back to them and said, oh, by the way, we can't do that. We can't do it. <laughs> and then so, so we go through that process. Then we go out and, and make a consultation with them um, and then uh, try to work through, you know, if it seems like it makes it's a good fit to work together, we'll create a design and then, you know, basically start the process of building a form. At what part of that process do you talk budget? Um, you usually we'll talk budget in that initial meeting to try to get a, get an idea if, if it's a good fit. Right. And then basically, uh, we, uh, try to get them as close as we can without a design, but really, we really know the budget once we create a design. And it, it, a lot of times people kind of want to do this backwards. They want us to give them a price on something without a plan. And, yeah, and that's, and that's, that's kind of hard. Hey, Darren, thank you so much. Next time, we agree that that this company is is, is a great company. We talk about um, swimming pool services and David Thompson and the direction he's taking it. It's got you written all over it, and uh, he's done a great job. Phenomenal job. No doubt. Again, on July 26th, to get out and see Darren Fisher, uh, Boswell Books, um, on Downer at uh, 7 o'clock. Go out and see him. He's signing books. He's an author. He's a really good guy. If you have any questions about pools, uh, you give David Thompson a call, 262-544-5500. It's nice to meet you, sir. Nice to meet you. Thank you. You bet. This is the Milwaukee Area Home nice Improvement you. Show. You too. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.